This is a show about financial planning with a particular focus on the issues facing those close to or living in retirement. Each week, our host, Dan Wendell, will share his expertise in retirement planning in a fun and down-to-earth format. Now, let's begin another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hello and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio show. My name is Dan Wendell, and today's topic, we're going to be talking about the four keys to a satisfying retirement. And what we're going to do is reference some research that has been recently released, and it talks about how people are satisfied or not in retirement. And then it brings into the key factors of why they are satisfied or why they are not satisfied. And we boil it down to four because I'm going to bring my co-host on and we can't go more than four things. He'll just <laughs> let me bring him in here. Oh, come on. There he is. There's oh, Tony. come on now. Anytime we go like top 10, <laughs> you, you, you fizzle out after five. So we're boiling. <laughs> actually, actually, this is today's topic is based on a research by the Employee Benefit Research Institute. They do the spending and retirement survey. We've talked about this in past shows, but every year they do this survey and it's a mouthful and it sounds exciting, Dan. I know. That's why I didn't lead with it, but I'll tell you the EBRI is, <laughs> is, uh, quite useful when it comes to geeks like me that want data. So they do the survey retirement income survey research and what they do to make it more palatable for people like you and me is they have the partners who are like institutions, research, you know, uh, financial people boil it down to something that we can chew on. Yeah. I have the attention span of a gnat. So the, uh, just the name, the employee benefit research institutes, <laughs> retirement security research center. Come on. That's I know it puts me to sleep too. <laughs> But do you like my my very thoughtful background? Oh, Dan. Oh, look at that. Wait a minute, Dan. Wait for it. Hey, viewers and listeners, wait for it. It's the key to success. Dan has really just the mind gears turned, and he Googled the key to success and found Clipart. <laughs> Oh, hey, uh, to go along with that, why don't you just put up a poster that says hang in there with a kitten hanging from a branch? Because it's just as original, Dan. What in the world? That is the worst background clip art. That is so cheesy. Wait, wait for it. Wait for it. It's See, the key to success. You know, I wanted oh. to find the number four and put like the number four on top of it. The four oh, keys no. to success. Four keys to success. You could have just duplicated. It's been you could a have long just week, had the Tony. image four times. Just yes. Maybe I'll do that for the uh, when I see when I profile. see such thought put into this show, Dan, when I see the effort that you've put in with that, I get all excited like Jojo, the idiot circus boy with a shiny new pet. Well, as you all can right. see, viewers, listeners, uh, <laughs> Tony's channeling, channel, channeling his inner Tommy boy, a.k.a. Chris Farley. So, um, OK, so back to reality here, Tony, we're going to get okay. boring again, but. This survey, and, and and you can read this. I'll put it in the show notes so people can read it. It's, it's probably four or five pages, but it's the summary, and it's called A View from the Partners. 
the practical takeaways on the EBIR research profile. Um, so what they do, we'll start off before we get into the four keys. Um, they break retirees into five different profiles. They're average, comfortable, affluent, struggling, and then just getting by. Mm. Okay. So let me quickly just touch on what these are. So the average retiree sure. and, and by what we say <clears throat> average and th there's, this is the biggest percentage of people in the survey. 28% make up the average. So their income is between 40,000 and a hundred thousand. They have less than a hundred thousand in assets. Oh, wow. and they scored 7.8 out of 10 on satisfaction. Mm. Not bad score. Not bad. So people might be saying 99,000 of assets. That's not going to get you very far in retirement. Probably not. No. But we'll show you what makes them satisfied because it doesn't necessarily have to do with the amount of assets you have. And then mm. we move to the comfortable retirees. So these people have between 100 and 320,000 of assets. They have some debt, but it's easily managed. And they claim to have savings above what they need so that you know 100 to 300,000 is more than they need there are people listening and watching saying you know 300,000 is not a lot either no but again we'll get to that um they scored the second most the second highest uh on the satisfaction scale the one that scored the highest on the satisfaction scale is the affluent retirees 100,000 plus of income, 320,000 plus of assets, no debt, no mortgage, and they have diversified sources of income. So already we could see they have the highest score out of 10 on satisfaction. So can money buy happiness? We did a show on that earlier. <laughs> uh, the answer is yes, I guess. And according to this research, oh, but, come on now. <laughs> so let's go to the reality here. The struggling retirees, these are the people that scored the worst 5.8 out of 10 on satisfaction. Mm. Hey, it's above half, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Doesn't you know, sound so good though. The word strug struggling. Right. If I give you a 5.8 out of 10 on your impersonation of Farley, that would be a bad score, right? I that think you're closer terrible. to an eight and a half. Nine. <laughs> that would be, yeah, I hope so. Right. So right. the, the, the big key, uh, notice things to notice on the re struggling retirees are as they rent as opposed to own their home and they rely heavily on social security. So those are the keys. I just want to go to this last one. Just getting by. This is their terminology, not mine. <clears throat> just getting by very, very similar to the struggling retirees. There's really not much difference there except they own their house free and clear rather than rent. rent. Yeah. But look at that their helps. score. Look at their score. They got a 7.2 versus wow. a 5.8. The only difference there is the house. Wow. Mm. Mm -hmm. So that's got to be one of the keys right there. Absolutely. So that's let's got to be into... one of the fake keys with the word success on it right there. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to take over clip art, you know, all, yeah, every, no. every week the listeners no. get a ch the viewers get no. a chance to see what I have come up creatively, creatively yeah. wise. Yeah. When it comes to you, they have to see the same same mother's basement. They have to see yeah. the, 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 you know, the Vikings, <laughs> the Viking stickers and the CDs 
no, no. music. Actually, there's something new here. You didn't notice. Instead of a wall of CDs behind me, I removed those and had to get more record cabinets because now I have more oh, they albums. They do look bigger. Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah, those are albums right back there now. Yeah. So, new and music? you can see my my grandpa Bob's painting right yes. here. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And that's all music back there. Yeah. Records. So get the drum roll ready, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> My mother's basement. <laughs> right. So your mom's basement has added some <laughs> more LPs. <clears throat> so let's talk about the four keys. Yes. These okay. The four top drivers of retirement. They are guaranteed source of income, low debt, clear spend down strategy, and employer sponsored retirement help. So in summary, these are the four things that the researchers have determined would increase the satisfaction level. Well, okay. what about, I mean, owning a home, obviously. Where does well, that fit into the four you just you. listed? I'll show you where that fits in. So let's go in okay. no particular order. These are the order that they were in the research article. Guaranteed income. They said that higher spending satisfaction and confidence were associated with individuals with pension income. Well, sure. Yeah. Pensions. We talked, yeah. you've talked about that a lot. You always mentioned you'd rather have a pension than. Oh, for sure. Pay, right. So we yeah. did a show on that. Any day. Here. Yeah. I'll put the show. Put on a there. link. You're going to put a link up there. Right. So when I was looking at this, um, the pension income is guaranteed income. Social security is guaranteed by the government, but yeah, this, that's this like goes, a pension. So, so as you look at this data, you'll see that the more income these people have from a guaranteed source, a regular source, the higher their satisfaction in retirement is. And we know that currently 401ks, 403bs aren't designed to give income. They are designed to accumulate assets. The old pensions of the gold watch days, those were designed for income. We did a yeah. whole show on that, right? Yep. So now people are, are what you'll find is those, those are the highest satisfaction, even if they don't have the highest amount of assets, which I talked about, which was, hey, they only have 100,000, the average person, but they're satisfied because they have a pension. They have that source of income or they're living within their means of social security, which is the guaranteed income. So having some sort of income is key. And I'll get back to it in the conclusion why even guaranteed more so. having some sort of guaranteed income is key. And right. I think it's the fact that, you know, each month your bills are going to be covered for the rest of your life. That's the key. And that's why people who don't have pensions from the government uh, have to set up their own personal pensions because Social Security, although it's guaranteed income in retirement, that's not as you've said, Dan, that's not going to be enough. Not usually enough. Right. If you can make it enough, you'll be happy. Those are the just getting by people. Yep. They're living within that social security means, but they don't have any other debt. So they don't need that other income. Now they may not right. be doing all the things they wanted to do, but they're satisfied. I think one of the key points throughout this research is that no one wants to spend their savings. Nobody no, at any level. So, when you don't have that guaranteed income coming from a source predefined like a pension, you have to go out and create it, but people don't want to, they don't want to take their money and spend it down. They like to see it there. 
Plus, they don't know how to spend down money that's all in the market. Uh, they right. don't know how to make right. that last. I mean, they don't know how to create income from a 401k that's tied to the stock market or right. accounts. Exactly. Like that. So and we'll get to that in, in the next few. So let's talk about debt, because they said that debt is a key contributor to lack of satisfaction. So yep. the more debt you have, the less your satisfaction score is. You, you have higher anxiety poor standard of living. So debt is a factor here. And this is the big killer between the just getting by and the struggling because the struggling have that rent. Right. Whereas the just getting by have a house free and clear. So they don't have that housing cost hanging over them each month. Right. But if you look at it, if the difference between these is just a house, one medical emergency or one bad financial issue could take someone just getting by and throw them in the struggling because yeah. all of a sudden they'll have to take on medical debt or personal credit card debt or something. So the key here is to avoid debt. So I'll give you a practical example. I have some clients that, and th this happens quite frequently, but I'm thinking of one particular couple who is doing fine. They have assets, they're building and they're saving. And what they're doing is they're putting more and more toward paying off their house. Their interest rate is super low. They refinanced and I think they're get they're paying they're certainly paying less than 3% interest on their home loan. And they're saying what should we do? Should we put more in the stock market or investment or should we pay down the debt? And I said it doesn't, you know, it's it's a personal preference and they strongly want to pay off the house. Yeah. Even though they make more by investing in the long run, mm. right? Even though the math says to do something else. The math says something else. Yeah. But the strong opinions people have about debt, I don't fight that. And I strongly believe in it. And it shows here, the research shows that that debt causes anxiety. So why not eliminate the anxiety? And yeah, maybe you can get 3% more interest elsewhere. But is it worth it? to have that mm. looming debt over your head. Interesting. Some people just can't handle it. So yeah. debt is key. So what the research is suggesting is that people should and um, tackle the debt before retirement. So mm -hmm. jumping into retirement with debt is going to lead to less satisfaction than yeah. not having that debt. And that's where the whole home ownership thing comes in. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Spend down strategy. So this is the third one. Like I mentioned, no one wants to spend down their personal assets at any category. Even the super affluent do not want to spend down their assets. Well, sometimes especially the super affluent. Right. They'll say, I have this much in the bank and I want to live off of it, but I don't want to touch it. And you say, <laughs> well, what are you saving it for? They might say for little, you know, little Johnny. Or they might just, and a lot of people just don't have an answer that they just like that feeling of having it there. Mm -hmm. And so in the, if you read the full research, you'll read about this. They talk about how there is this sticker shock of, you know, long-term care, uh, medical expenses in retirement, how much does it cost to, to live in retirement? And everyone says, oh, you need 2 million, whatever it is. But in reality, the expenses aren't as bad as people think. So in the beginning of retirement, you're scared. You're like, oh, my God, I need more. I need more. I need more. But then when you're in your 80s, you're like, yeah, you know what? It wasn't so bad. Right. I, I didn't need right. as much. Yeah. 
Yeah, right. Exactly. But you have to get over that hump. So the problem is people can't get over that hump. So yeah, that's what, the problem. What helps people in this research report is to have that monthly income coming in the using your assets to actually have a guaranteed income stream. People spend, if, if you say to someone you have 2 million, they'll freeze up. They'll say, Oh good. That's great. What? But if you say you have 2000 a month coming from this source and another 2000 a month coming from here and you have social security, they say, Oh, okay. I have 5,000 a month. I could spend that. I'm happy. I got that 5,000 coming in. As long as it's there, I'm I'm happy. But if you say you have two million and you have to spend it, uh, you know, yeah, right. And you right. can easily create the same income from two million, but people don't know how to do it, so yeah. they like cash flow versus assets. Mm. Cash flow is more satisfying than actual assets. That's the key takeaway on this, which is which we did a show. How much do I need to retire? I'll put that up there. And I said in that show, that's the wrong question to ask. It's mm. not how much money you need, like saved. It's how much income you need. That's the better question. Yep. And that's what a, a really good financial services professional like yourself, a fiduciary, is going to uh, focus on creating income in retirement. That's the key to a retirement plan. Uh, a lot of people think it's, you know, pick a date. Like, I'm going to retire at 62 because Social Security kicks in and I'm going to retire at 65 because of Medicare. And That's fine. Yeah. And I need X amount of dollars. And once I hit that X amount of dollars, I'm good. But really, uh, and this is what people aren't good at and don't understand the ins and outs. And this is what we talk about every week on the show. Really, the huge value that you provide your clients, I mean, other than just the gift of this, what you have going on here, Dan, uh, is the uh, solving for income in retirement, right? We're so used to accumulate. We're great at, hey, I know how to accumulate. I'll put it in the markets. I'll put it in my 401k. Accumulation has been made easy if you have a job and you have money. It's easy to save for retirement because it's money you never see. It can be direct deposited, but it's not easy to create income and know how to make it last and know how to calculate for health care, long-term care, taxes, et cetera. Right. And so that's, that's the key to this, right? right, is knowing you have a steady income. And that's why things we did a show on this. It's kind of, that's why things like uh, people shouldn't poo poo things like uh, annuities because there's a fixed indexed annuity where you can get a lifetime income writer uh, that will give you, in addition to Social Security, another guaranteed source of monthly income. Correct. Right. And going back to the first point that they made, guaranteed income is the key pension. They suggest, you know, having companies offer an income annuity option yes. in the 401k. Yeah, see, that would Because help. people don't like to take that leap. Like I said, they don't want right. to spend their assets and exactly. they don't have a strategy. And so the fact that they don't know how to create the income, coupled with the fact that they don't want to create it, they want the income, but they don't want to create it. They don't want to let right. go. That's the problem. That yeah. is the problem. Which yeah, leads too to bad the last pensions one. went away. That's that's the right. sad part. Yeah. That is that's the that's the although answer. you because they did, <laughs> it, it gives you more. I mean, you're busier than ever because people right. most people now don't have pensions. They have to solve for income in retirement. Right, 
right? The people that have pensions, they have their assets. They're like, let's invest it in long term. But most people like, I don't have a pension. I need to create income from it. That's a very different discussion. Sure. Which leads to the last point that they made, the top, the fourth uh, key, and that is employer-sponsored advice. So, and they talk about advice, and the, and the advice isn't just how to invest the money. Oh, should I put it in the target date fund? Should I put it in fixed income, bonds, stocks? It's it's that, but it's also plans. Hand-holding improves retirement satisfaction having someone there to to remind you about the debt to talk to you about guaranteed income to help you with social security decisions to talk to you about long-term care costs healthcare, medicare yeah the things that are unknown that are scary that are sticker shock having an advisor walk you through it it's not necessarily just about investment because that's been the traditional investment advice that you get through the employer let, let me meet in the lunchroom with the sponsor, yeah. they'll say that's yeah, my bone click, that click, I have click. to pick with this one. You have it says employer sponsored advice, but really, then it says what you need is a financial advisor because my employer, your your employer, the companies I've worked for, uh, they they have very little advice on what to do once you leave the job or what to do with that 401k. Uh, it's not that great. You sit in your, you know, HR and benefit meeting and there's not a lot they can tell you. However, a uh, financial advisor, that's where you come in, right? Well, and that's what the research is showing. They say those that have that coaching are more satisfied. Yep. Hand-holding coaching. Do you need the coaching? No, but if you have it, you're more satisfied because you feel more confident because you've, you've avoided mistakes. That's usually what advisor, my job is to help people avoid mistakes. The current system, the 401k system, the the pension system, you avoided mistakes because you didn't have choices. It was just here it is. Yeah, that's true. Like I said with my parents, they, they had both had pensions. They didn't have to think, but if you have to think, I'm not saying people don't know how to think, but this is complex stuff. The 401k is not designed to retire off of. The 401k is designed to grow. It's so a you savings make that vehicle. Change, right? Yeah. And so the, the advice that the employers give right now is very basic. And the research is suggesting you need to beef that up. You need to talk about debt, ah. spending strategies, and they're just not. The fourth key is to work with a financial services professional like yourself. Right, right. So concluding the four things that we talked about, guaranteed income, controlling debt, having a spending strategy, and then getting the advice, you get those ahead of retirement, you're better off. So a lot of people wait till after they retire and then they sit down and say, all right, what do we do? Mm, This should be happening before retirement, ideally makes yeah. my job easier when someone's 55 and says, I want to retire in five years than someone that's 62 and says, I just retired and took social security. Did I do the right, <laughs> did I do the right thing? <laughs> Whoops. Right? Yeah. There's so, and it's changing too. I mean, there's so many changes to, uh, you know, IRS tax regulations and changes to, uh, retirement, uh, you know, uh, tools, they change the laws and everything all the time. So to keep up on changes with social security, Medicare taxes, you have to work with an advisor. I mean, it's just, if you don't, it's, uh, you're not going to have that peace of mind and relieve that anxiety that 
that's going to, you know, take you up on that scale of one to 10. You want to be as close to 10 as possible, obviously. That's right. And, and you, but you, you said the word anxiety and, and that's the key is, um, what I always say is retirement, successful retirement is about increasing income and decreasing stress. Yeah. My job is to do both of those. And the stress decrease is different for everybody, but there are certain keys that help having that income, reducing the debt, having a plan. It just reduces stress levels. And then you're going to score higher on a satisfaction survey. Sure. So you don't need a ton of money to be happy in retirement. No, you just need a plan for what you do have. Yeah. A lot of people avoid talking to somebody because they're embarrassed or they're afraid to hear that they don't have enough. But the odds of you not having enough are pretty low because yeah. you are going to change to fit what your situation is. People don't like to live in misery, so they change. They say, all right, I'm going to make do. It's easier if you have someone telling you, here's how you can make do. Here's the things you should, you can cut. Here's the things that you don't have to worry about. So I like this report. It does get in the weeds, but this summary helpful and these top four keys to success. I know it's cheesy, Tony. I know it's cheesy, but you got to admit it boils it down pretty simple. No, that's good. I like the, I like the four keys to success. It was just the the only thing cheesy was the clip art today (laughs) was your background image. So no, it was good stuff. Good stuff, Dan. So thanks for a good show, Tony. Yeah, it was fun. And uh, I think that uh, you can have a stress-free retirement if you just follow those uh, four steps. That's a, that's awesome. This show really boiled it down. I like that. I mean, even though the study name uh, was a lot to get. Yeah, that intro Man, <laughs> was a lot do? to get through. What are you going to do? Yeah. Between that and my Chris Farley attempt uh, imitation. They balance each other out. Right? Keeps people, <laughs> keeps people mellow. All uh, right. Well, thanks, Tony. We'll bring in the kids. Have a good show. And we'll catch you next week. The topics on this show are wide ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement, like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion. Dan Mundell or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Delphine Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or trying.